Hey, everybody. Hi. We are back. Yet again. Sorry. Ne never to go away. Like a fungus. Amongst other things, yes. Fungus. Yes. Weeds. Black mold in your basement. Uh, Those coupon packs that come in your mail, even though you'd never use them and you throw Did them you away. Did you ever actually open them up? I have. I'm not going to lie and say I haven't, but 90 out of 1,000, 9,000 out of 10, or wait, wait, let me, 9, 990, a lot out of a lot of times I throw them out. <laughs> I can't math. Welcome to Tater Talk. We're talking baked taters the whole two hours. Sweet. I think we're on to something. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we got some good feedback uh, from the Goon Squad of Tater. Oh. They they changed the Rad Years chat on Instagram in uh, honor of the Tater Talk. All them fixins. Hmm. Enchantress is back. She made it back from bowling. She bowled very well. It's a lot right. of high scores. Oh, good. She made it back. Get a couple turkeys. I don't know if she had any turkeys. Just look in the fridge. See if yeah, I would have hoped she'd share that with me, but uh, her fr our friend Mark is in town from Los Angeles, and they do not have primos out there. So let me tell you, I had a few turkeys. <laughs> nice. A couple turkey breasts and cheese primo hoagies. Mm, you know what? That might be my... Uh, no, no, I got to finish off my leftovers tomorrow. I'll save it for next week. Mm, okay. So, yeah. Um, what's uh, what's going on? What, the, what, what news of you? You want to tell us about that muscle show you've been watching on Netflix? Uh, I like it. I watched the first one. I watched uh, my, my walk to and from my uh, jalapeno popper quesadilla. So you watch that tonight. Uh, so you watched it while you walked? Yeah. How's that work? It's like running camera. You have one eye uh, on the phone while you're watching. The other, you just kind of... Like, I could listen, traffic. but I don't know if I could walk. No, nah, I, I can walk. I was listening to Howard Stern while I walked. Oh. And uh, I didn't go far, though. Um, and, um, yeah. Uh, Howard... <laughs> Howard was talking about his daughter, his youngest daughter got married and how he was a complete mess and just instead of really packing, he just threw a bunch of clothes in a bag and he was like, he wasn't, he wasn't ready for the weather. So he was, his wife was embarrassed. I was dressed and I, I told him Enchantress, that's how it was at my sister's wedding, Lisa's wedding. I threw a bunch <laughs> of stuff in a bag. It was really cold at our rehearsal dinner and I was not taking my hoodie off because I didn't have a jacket and she was yelling at me when we stood up for pictures. She's like, take that hoodie off. No. I'm cold. I'm chilly. Chilly boys. I wasn't either. there to hold you that time. You weren't. Only it was only your wedding. You were there. To uh, I was at my wedding. Yeah. You were. It was at an Outback Steakhouse. It was wonderful. Yes, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um. <clears throat> so. Um, that documentary is the unauthorized documentary about. Uh, American Glad. I figured yeah. you'd set up the premise after I asked you, but you I, just said you I, listened. You watched yeah, it. Yeah, well, I, then we tangented it off. Oh, yeah, well, I, I mentioned, you know, how I watched it. Oh, yeah. and it went down that one. No, it's, I don't know how it's unauthorized when I believe it's actually 
co-produced by Nitro. Oh. Yeah. And everyone's, and like all the gladiators are in it. All the guys that like worked on, especially the pilot. Cause I well, only saw the first episode. It, I think it's only unauthorized because it calls itself the unauthorized. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Um, the one that was yeah. on ESPN a few weeks ago was directed by a guy I know, Ben Berman. He went to Parkland with me. Nice. Yeah, I guess the uh, gladiators weren't too fond of how they were either portrayed or that what they got in the Espen enough, one. Yeah, enough voice in it, so they. But I mean, if it when did that air? Like a month ago, not even. Oh, well then. It's not like they saw that and then went and did their own. You don't turn something around like this in, you know, a month. So well, yeah, parallel productions. It happens all the time. Yes. Um, there's always. I was be... I was gonna take a shot at you, but I I didn't want you to think I was serious, so I stopped it. Go ahead. No, take no, no. no. You no. know what the shot was. Take your shot. You said you don't turn no, it around no, no. in a month, and I was gonna be like, well, you don't. <laughs> but I didn't mean it. I was just doing it for comedy. You were very quick with your work. Thanks. I just Thanks. I, I sometimes like a, a comedic okay. line drops in there, and I'm, I'm like, get it. I would say it to myself, just like you, when you make a fat joke to Jake. I never ever made a fat joke to Jake. That's well, you always strange. say it's the same stuff I say to myself in the mirror in the morning. That's true. That's a similar uh, nod when I made a production joke there, Squeezer. Yeah. Yes. Just like fat kids can't be in charge of productions, apparently. <laughs> Not when every a, time a bunch of fucking moron golfers are involved. Jesus fucking Christ, my God! You know what? I should have been there because you know they wouldn't have said shit if I was. I was just sitting there, just sitting there in the chair. <laughs> With my sunglasses on, not giving a fuck in the world, and just knowing I'm there. With your hat backwards? It's oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Fuck. Some fucking old fucking crotchety skeleton covered in skin came up to me at a country club once. We were doing a shoot, uh, and I had a Vikings hat on. It was football season. It was backwards. And this fucking geezer smelling like mothballs and the <laughs> amount of piss he fucking dribbled in his pants. That day came up to me and goes, excuse me, young man, does that hat turn the proper way? And I said, nah, this is a backwards model. He goes, oh, wise ass, huh? Well, you can't go in the course like that. I did anyway, you fucking geezer. Wow. I bet if he were still alive, he still thinks about that day. <laughs> I would hope so. I hope he's rolling around in whatever fucking crypt that he's kept in. And Wow, that, you know, that could that's someone's grandfather, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, well, the grandkids probably don't like the geezer either. Hopefully, he left a nice a little chunk of change for him. I oh, we don't even know. We don't know if this guy's dead or alive. <laughs> Most likely, he could have been like fifty-five. That 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 killed him. <laughs> for all I know, I was just like, "Fuck off with your fucking golf course rule." I had a big fucking camera on my shoulder, and I'm like, "What do you think I'm doing here, Grandpa? Get the fuck away from me!" You can't keep the sun off the back of your neck, you know? I'm sorry. Golf is fucking stupid. Uh, if you like it, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's fucking dumb. Like, wear, dressing like a complete moron. Um, Tucking your shirt in. like, And they're like, oh, well, you drink the whole time. Yeah, I drink the whole time, and I'm not golfing. <laughs> and it's not like, drink the whole time doing what? Yeah, whatever. Whatever I want. Not golfing. I'm boring out of my mind. And it, it's like an all-day activity. 
Oh yeah, you're at least you know you're looking at four hours. Like at least you know we're getting paid to be around each other this long amount of time. Like if I had to do it like voluntarily, like, you know, I'm, a lot of people just get paid to play golf too. I mean, they get paid, and, and they, I I don't mean professional golfers. I mean they get paid while playing golf. Yeah, I don't. They don't get paid to play golf. They play golf while they're getting paid because you know they're crooked. Yeah, getting getting trashed and talking business. As we walk five miles down to the farmer's market. Fair enough. Yeah, but we're not. <laughs> That's just downtime. It's our down. Hey, it, hurry up and wait. It's what we do. Hurry what up and up wait. It's yeah. Uh, I mean that golf has to gotten us plenty of customers right yeah absolutely yeah Ugh. sorry you got me all you got me hot hot and bothered people like different things ryan yeah i know i'm aware and it's okay for people to like different things a lot uh, of people hate this podcast fair and and that is absolutely fair right and justifiably so, so they shouldn't but they should hate golf instead turn your anger to golf not the podcast. Yeah, the podcast Not doesn't buy me Christmas pod. presents. Golf. It's golf? Yeah. How's golf buying you Christmas presents? Um, my uncle buys me Christmas presents. He bought you Christmas presents. When was the last Christmas gift you got from your uncle? He buys my kids Christmas Ooh. presents. <clears throat> he fucking better. God damn it. How many times has yeah. he been on the Zambelli show, that motherfucker? Uh, twice. Yeah. <laughs> How many times has he been on Squeezers Geezers? <laughs> I mean, we haven't rebranded it that. <laughs> yeah, I have Corey working, handsome Corey's working on the artwork for this upcoming season. Great. It's gonna be. A, it's like it's gonna be a, a basically um, lemon themed. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Family. Oh, <laughs> uh, squeezers, geezers. Feel like uh. a little lemon. Bunch of guys in walkers, their hats on forward. <laughs> is that what gets you the hat on forward oh my god you look adorable with your hat on forward you came in today and I was just like he's so adorable I, I like my hat on forward I, I I get my forehead gets drafty if it's backwards no see it blocks my vision I need full vision I need fucking 360 degrees oh, that's kind of what they designed degrees. it for right the sun out of your eyes but that's why you throw that whore on backwards and look what you can do you could have all sorts of vision if you sell me right now, I'm, I'm visioning really quickly. What are you? What are you afraid? Are you afraid of something coming from above, like taking you out? Yeah. <laughs> like drop drop bears. Are you afraid of drop bears? Drop bears and air conditioning units. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I I don't want to see it coming. You know who golfs? Squeezer. You know who golfs? Billionaires who go on stupid submarines <laughs> to see the Titanic. Fair enough. <laughs> Oh man, I you know what I felt bad when I realized no one. I mean, I didn't, but I realized no one gave a flying fuck that they imploded in the bottom of the sea. Nope, no. <laughs> Everyone's was, like, uh, they're dead. Moving on. <laughs> yep. It was a, a fun adventure. Um, we all kind of knew how it was going to end. Yeah, I mean, come on. That is one thing. I mean, I'm like, I like Daredevil things, Squeezer. I'd definitely skydive. I just haven't. I like roller coasters. I like things that, you know, put you in 
in somewhat of a peril. I do not like the. I didn't even like going in the submarine ride at Dorney, uh, not Dorney Park, at uh, Disney World. We went on the what I don't know. I forget what it was. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah, we went on that, and I did not like it. You know, you were that submarine never went down, right? I don't care, Squeezer. I didn't like didn't, it. Like you just walked down the steps, and like the bubbles made the illusion, and then you went into a tunnel. Regardless, I know. Didn't like Irregardless. it. Irregardless. Irregardless. I didn't. And I like if, if they're like go in this fucking metal tube with a box to shit in, and we're gonna go thirteen thousand feet and below sea. Hard pass to see the Titanic. Oh, by the way, this doesn't pass any rules or regulations because they're just holding back. Uh... Well, Squeezer, what rules and regulations are there for going thirteen thousand? It's like good luck, motherfuckers. That's the rules and regulations. Um, I would at least uh, like you know. Trust the people that have done it before and came back multiple times. Well, that has, right? Uh, did. Yeah, in the past, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, yeah. That's yeah, it. but there were reports that they're like, oh, it can't do it again because it's now compromised. And But they did it again. Now it's not going to go back down. No, no. It came up, but without them and in pieces, yes. from what I recall. I'm, we're being insensitive, Squeezer. Nah. The kid, nah. the the kid who went to the Blink One Eight Two concert could be a fan of the Rad Years. Uh, <laughs> most likely. Most likely. It's like Cardi B. Fuck you. I just wanted to blow off steam and go to the Blink One Eight Two concert. Oh, fuck, I wouldn't want if it was my stepdad. <laughs> I went to the <laughs> Blink One Eight Two. No, I mean. My my mom's husband is a very sweet man, and I would be I would be upset. Um, my dad's wife, I don't know. I'd probably go to the blink wedding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jesus Christ, you're a monster. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh oh, uh, Brewers Arcade was thinking we were off this week. No, we're here, motherfuckers. Oh. We are here. Sorry. Sorry. I let you down. Sorry, we're being horrible too. We're. Ho- like wait a, there are no, people no, no. listening. You're out. being horrible. You're agreeing, you're complicit in my horribleness. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. You're being a horrible enabler, Squeezer. Yeah, well, no, I am a horrible enabler. <laughs> I've been called a douchebag enabler with, or no, an a- enabling douchebag with my toothpicks by one of uh, Enchantress's friends, <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, in the moment, I'm like, well. I- She's not wrong, <laughs> but you don't have to say it, right? Did I lose you? Mm, no, I'm. I'm thinking. No, no, it's okay. What's okay? You, if you know, you you can call someone a. Uh, what are you? What kind of douchebag? I I was enable an enabling douchebag enabling douchebag with my toothpicks. Why? Who doesn't like a good toothpick? Oh, I think, uh, well, you know, uh, quite frankly, I'm pretty sure Enchantress was complaining about me and my toothpicks that she steps on, uh, and that was all the ammo she had to work with, you know. She knew I was a douchebag, <laughs> and she knew I had toothpicks. Well, so why she are just you stepping on toothpicks? Threw it in her face. They drop out of my... Oh, because you're like Rain Man. I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, but how, how is the toothpicks like Rain Man? Remember you knocked over the toothpicks and you had to count them all? Oh, yeah, that's right. No. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking count a pack of... A fucking five-pack of crayons. Are you kidding you me? You couldn't. Yeah. 
Did she win her to- Brewers Arcade? Did she win a tournament? No, she didn't. Um, We're all winners. She bowled well, but her partner choked. He got the yips. Bowled like 11 gutter balls. Yips or could have been drinking all day. I don't know. Either way, did not do well. Uh, and they I could not. I thought just the energy drink for professional bowlers. That's what I thought. So, you know, it's pretty piss poor to use that as an excuse, Kyle. So. Mm-hmm. It's not NASCAR. Yeah. Um, do like, you know, Adderall. You got to mix the Adderall in the beer. Mm. Anyway, should we start? Uh, did you watch in. Um, what the fuck is it? Secret Wars or Secret Invasion yet? Uh, I have not, no. Neither have I, so we can't speak oh. on it. But, I, well, Enchantress is gone. I can't just go watch it without her. Oh, gotcha. I can only watch my dumb shows without her, like Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> Fucking Trailer Park Boys. Loving it. Um. Oh, my God, Keith. His little fire show, his fire dance. Oh, it's so great. I've never been to a cousin's night. <laughs> I fucking love me some Keith. All right. 9.30. Done. Is Keith not the best person on that show? What do you have? Uh, Don't you have a, a party on Saturday? Why are you off? Uh, I'm working on my deck. I thought you had a party. Was that last weekend? That was last weekend. Uh, I was, oh, yeah. I was you got to get it ready for then... the party that I have not been invited to yet. I don't. I have nothing to do with that. I'm just saying. She doesn't want your work wife there. Makes sense. I gotta work on my deck. And then Sunday we're at the the, the, the Phillies. Avoids the question. You're at the Phillies Sunday? Yeah. We're going the 15th for the 1 o'clock of the doubleheader. Oh, nice. Diamond Club, baby. Ooh, fancy pants. CP Rankin Club, whatever the fuck it's called now. It's the Bryce Harper NL Championship Ring giveaway, replica giveaway. Oh, we get the Alec Bohm uh, sweaty headband. Sick. It's really sweated up by Alec Bohm, right? Each each one? Yep, each one. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, um, we should probably try to talk about... I'm first this week. Whoa. I don't know why I made that like surprise sound. but Well, the way it works is you went last week. Mm-hmm. So I go this week. Gotcha. And here, oh, like taking turns. Taking turns. We trade. Like, like currents. We, we share. All right. Here is my first pick. This our, our theme is weird summer. We did weird nineties, weird two thousands. We do weird weird eighties yet? No. No, we're gonna. But we're, this is weird summer. This is weird shit from the summer. So this is the first weird shit. And this is the weirdest shit. But this is probably my sticks out in my memory more than anything else. In my eyes, indisposed, in disguises no one knows, has the face It's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. 
And it came out in June of 94, and that whole summer, I remember watching this video, because MTV used to play videos all the time. And it was on Beavis and Butthead, it was just, that summer I felt was dominated by this video, which is so fucking freaky. The faces are augmented, there's such weird scenery, there's guys walking around, end his knives, there's this woman trying to chop a head off a fish. There's another woman, one of those like shaky weightlifting, or not weightlifting, like weight losing belts, and there's some giant muscle heads doing push-ups. And meanwhile, um, Chris Cornell and Soundgarden is just playing the song, acting very nonchalant with the sky going over them. Clearly, green screen. A, a very uh, violating of every uncanny valley sky. Yes, and uh, the faces with the augmented face, and then they're burning cockroaches. A girl jump roping. Apparently, there's no point to Black Hole Sun. He just thought he heard it one night in the news, and he didn't. And they thought it sounded cool, so he wrote these dumb lyrics that mean nothing. Everyone thinks there's That's a meaning to it. Beautiful. There's no meaning to Black Hole Sun whatsoever. But the video is so fucking weird. The beekeeper dead. I don't know if that was a nod to Blind Melon with the girl dancing, the girl roasting the Barbie doll on the spit with the ice cream cone. Man, I looked up some things about it, but it was hard to, like, there's no, like, clear cut. Everyone's got their, their hot take on Squeezer, mm -hmm. but there's no clear cut, um, uh, like definitive answer so I found this article on the ringer it says the titles look fucking psychotic the enduring mystery of Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun 25 years after its release this came out in 2019 and two years since Chris Cornell's death we look back at the <laughs> making of Soundgarden's unlikely psychedelic smash um, the song nearly overwhelmed Michael Birnhorn one week before he heard the demo the record producer attended an open casket funeral for a close relative and from the opening verse the lyrics transported him back to a place of mourning each time he heard it the feeling became more visceral than last boiling heat summer stench neath the black that sky looks dead call my name through the cream and i'll hear you scream again naturally beinhorn began to wonder what the hell the anthem's author was thinking about when he wrote it so he asked him soundgarden <laughs> the lead singer chris carnell's response was simple well, they're just some words. That's the contradictory beauty of Black Hole Sun. It's probably their biggest hit, too, Squeezer. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's an inscrutable mishmash of clever phrases. And that's it. I love it more than anything, though. Cause it, just for that alone. Right, it, and it, it's... Because I know there's some college student professor breaking it down to right. find the underlying meaning of all that bullshit. That incongruity incong helped make it a mid-concert fan favorite. There was just something about the sound of that song, said former MTV VJ and programmer Matt Pinfield, who over the last three decades has grown close to the members of Soundgarden. Even if it went on for six minutes, you never felt like it was that long. It just had this incredible build. Um, the video 
I think is what made it so popular. I mean, the song's great, but the video is what. The video's yeah. fucking well, weird I mean, as they, fuck. It's what gave it exposure. Like, yeah. People weren't clamoring right. to go out and buy Soundgarden, uh, Soundgarden albums. But then you, you hear it, you see it, and yeah. Yeah. Um, what a song. What a weird video. And, you know, everything just gets destroyed at the end to, like, big happy faces and a weird... I don't know. If you haven't seen this video in a while, go watch it. The Marmaduke dogs used to freak me out the most. <laughs> um. So uh, what, what it makes it? What did I read about the fucking um video, the song. Yeah, the director just did whatever he wanted. Uh, um. Chris Cornell and the band didn't even care. And um, June 1994, this song just came out. And to uh, Soundgarden, uh, so he pitched the idea. Here he goes. Any kind of music video that you do, you just hope to God it's a good title. And of course, this one did. It just takes you right there. A sci-fi sarcastic thing where it's the end of the world and everybody's smiling. That was his pitch. And to his surprise, Soundgarden liked the idea. We're always disappointed with the video, Style said. It didn't. I didn't like making videos. I don't think the rest of the band did. It's kind of a waste of time. But you had to make a commercial for the record at the time. Um, they thought this was just weird enough to work. The only stipulation the band members made was unlike the rest of the cast, they didn't want to be wearing stupid grins. Instead, they played it straight face in front of a blue screen. <laughs> All the other actors' exaggerated smiles needed to be digitally enhanced, and back then, even primitive computer-generated effects were expensive. Thank God Chris said he didn't want to smile <laughs> because it would have made post-production budget massive. Uh, they described the mini-movie as a horror cartoon, an homage to the opening scene in David Lynch's Blue Velvet when the audience is introduced to the sinister, idyllic North Carolina town. Oh, that makes sense. It is very much like Blue Velvet. So, while shooting Black Hole Sun, he instructed the actors to do one thing. Look basically fucking psychotic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, The lady with the... Like, the toy. Yeah, the the melted uh, Barbie? Yeah. Oh, is it a Barbie? So, he says, I remember Barbie being roasted on a spit. The girl drooling melted ice cream has also stuck with him. When I told her to spit the ice cream out, her mother was just behind her. She was horrified that there there was her pretty little daughter and she was just vomiting ice cream. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a what a fucking. In June 1994, MTV added Black Hole Sun to its rotation. It was just so freaky for young people seeing that, Pinfield said. It was very much a horror show type experience. It's disturbing in a beautiful way. <sighs> Sorry nice. for that. Um, that was it. That's my first. I mean, you didn't get. I started with the weirdest thing I know. Hmm. Moving on to Squeezer's first pick. I feel like I'm going to let everyone down today, so. You never let me down, handsome. Well. Except for your pick. Oh. This place sells illegal fireworks. Just go in and act oh. casual like you didn't let me down. This clip is great. 
Hey, um, let me have one of those porno magazines. Large <laughs> box of condoms, a bottle of old Harper, a couple of those panty shields, and some illegal fireworks, and one of those disposable enemas. Uh, no, make it, make it two. My apologies, sir, but the sale of fireworks is prohibited in this state and is punishable by a... Follow me. <laughs> Any red-blooded flag-feeding American would love the M320. Celebrate the independence of your nation by blowing up a small part of it. All right. Gee, I don't know what you've got planned for tonight, Homer, but count me out. <laughs> uh, I, and as a kid, too, I, I didn't get half of that. Mm -mm. Like, okay. It's, uh, I don't think I knew what an enema was. Until I mean, I did because I mean, one of my favorite lines as a kid, and I said it non fucking stop was this town needs an enema to my parents' chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> this town I can get needs that. an enema. Um, so I'm not gonna go in my whole spiel and story about uh, it'll. My illegal fireworks ring that we operated out of a friend's oh, garage. Right, yeah, you talked about yeah. this. Yeah, I talked about that. But and there's because there's nothing weird about that. What, what's the weirdest firework you know of? The weirdest firework. It's not, it's not even a firework. Oh yeah, the most disappointing firework I know yeah, of. The most, what's the most disappointing fire? It's not even a firework. Yeah, the black snake. The black snakes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's fucking. It's weird. All right, you're basically lighting. You're creating a a turd out of the ground. <laughs> um, it it just it looks like a, a big stream of poop that it looks like stains a, your a, sidewalk. A goose shit, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We were we were banned. We we're allowed to do it on like the blacktop or out in the street. Uh, we were no longer allowed to do it because it, it'll stain. It just burns your sidewalk we didn't have thing. sidewalks in our fancy suburb but we had a giant oh. office building parking lot behind the house that's where we lit our black snakes what you didn't it, have sidewalks how'd no. you get to your house just jump right, right walk in the middle of the road like, like up to your like you like bowels just all grass grass and uh asphalt yeah like there's no like path to your door there's a fucking driveway <laughs> How'd you get from the driveway to the door? You walk. You were walking down the street. All right. Like your door I, is I, I get you're doing a bit, but I'm no. I'm I'm confused. The layout of your home. I, I, all right. I will talk about that. Later. I want to know what's in these things. I'm interested. Actually, I mean, you got my interest. You don't. You don't actually have like any concrete on your like. At least one slab that goes from the driveway to the front door. Nothing. Nope. It's blacktop. Blacktop door. <laughs> Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's based off the current ones we have are, are based off the original uh, Pharaoh snake, uh, which was an experiment in the 1800s that was a result of uh, s synthesizing uh, mercury thiokinetes. I don't know. I hope there's not mercury in them now. Yeah. Um, no, not, not so much. Like back then it was. Uh, uh, there's a lot of like letters and plus signs and big letters and small numbers. I don't know. 
When mercury sulfide reacts with oxygen, it will form a gray mercury vapor and sulfur dioxide. If it is performed inside a container, a gray film of mercury coating on this inner surface can be observed. It's like it's like it just makes these long strands of like I don't know, like well, mercury. Uh you're the ones that you uh are you know, the like the cobras and stuff that, you know, you can buy at at the grocery store. Um it's basically it's sugar. It's baking soda and sugar. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's a re- reaction of sulfuric acid instead of uh, unlike the carbon snake. Which, oh, unlike uh, the carbon snake, which involves sulfuric acid and sodium bicarbonate, um, baking soda. Uh, sugar snakes grow relatively faster and uh, larger volume, uh, so uh, it could be obtained. Uh, yeah, ethanol. And sucrose and baking soda. Yep, it's uh, sugar and bake. You basically uh, cook with this on a regular basis. Hmm. How do they pack it down? Uh, exothermic, enough that the water produced reaction is va- the water is vaporized. That's produced by the the reaction. I'm reading yeah. the same Wikipedia page you are. Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who wrote this? Jesus Christ. What's that? Who wrote this? (laughs) I don't know. It's like, oh, someone that knows science. Yeah, right. Like, dumb it down for us. You got it's Wikipedia. Write it for dummies. Yeah. Don't you know we're just going to be regurgitating on a podcast? Um, I did not know that until I read it today. That uh, they were, uh, I always assumed, I mean, I knew it was like some kind of carbony thing. But um, it doesn't explain why it does that, though. And I don't know. So what you should do is stop listening, go on YouTube, and Google uh, Sugar Snake Experiment, and they can like maybe teach you something. Not to be confused with a carbon yeah. snake. All right. In black snake fireworks, molten sugar traps the gas bubbles. The sugar also serves as fuel and burns to release more carbon dioxide and water vapor. The end result is a snake of carbon ash. If ethyl alcohol is the fuel, the black snakes are non-toxic. Oh. So I'm sure ours did not have ethyl alcohol. Now I'm sure they do. (laughs) So you can make one at home. Four teaspoons powdered or confectioner sugar. One teaspoon baking soda. Lighter fluid or rubbing alcohol, sand or dirt. Mix together the sugar and the baking soda. Make a depression in the sand or dirt and pour the mixture into the depression and lightly cover it with a fine layer of sand. You should just use sugar and baking soda in a bowl, but it makes it cool for a cool effect where the snake seems to push out from the ground. Dampen the soil with a mixture of lighter fluid or rubbing alcohol. Light the fuel with the match or a lighter. Once the sugar of the underlying mixture catches fire, the black snake will start to grow. The firework grows out of the ground, but you can extinguish it with water by covering it with dirt. Or by covering it with dirt. The chemistry of how a black snake works is a lot like baking squeezer. If you you continue baking foods until they blacken. Baking soda is a leavening agent in the kitchen that makes baked goods rise by decomposing in sodium carbonate. Into sodium carbonate, carbon dioxide, and water vapor. In, In baking, other ingredients trap the carbon dioxide and water vapor bubbles. Heat makes these bubbles expand. 
In Black Snake fireworks, molten sugar traps the gas bubbles. The sugar also serves as a fuel and burns to release more carbon dioxide and water vapor. The end result is the snake of carbon ash. Oh, that makes sense. See, that's why I don't bake. This is on sciencenotes.org, Squeezer. Ah, it's so much better than Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, that's why I don't bake, because I would just turn everything I put in the oven into a snake versus where I can, like, just throw shit in a pan. I don't need... When I... I like to measure by using my hand and just throwing shit in there. I don't want to use proper measurements. What's the fun in that? Right. I agree. You can't... You can't measure out a cup and then scrape it with a... The back of a knife and then gently sift it in and go, bam. No, you take a handful, you go, bam. By cooking? Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you still found ways to have fun with these things. Like, I don't... You didn't, you like, light these off in the whole neighborhood and went, ooh. Um, ah. But what I would do is the same thing, like, with all the others. Like, I'd get the little army tanks... And then, like, dismantle them and then, like, load it full of snakes and then put it back together. What'd that do? Uh, nothing. Once it kind of started, then you would just light the whole, I would light the whole thing on fire. <laughs> and then, like, then the snakes would just come pouring out of it. Like, what What would they pour out of? The, the little army tank. There was, there was holes in this army tank? No, the little paper ones. Uh, the firework ones. Uh, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. rightfully so. My parents tried to keep me as far away from fire, fire, any fireworks as possible. They tried. They mine tried. Failed miserably. Mine failed miserably at it. Yeah, so did mine. But yeah, but yeah it's uh, weird. Sure is. Sure is. All right, we. Uh, you want to move on? Uh sure. Here is my second. Uh-huh. Wait, there's one where it's sideways and it's called uh, the Poopy Puppy. Oh, yeah, I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's hilarious. He came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Hands up! Well, sort of. I've got to stop eating styrofoam. He's the intergalactic dude. Nice underwear, Kate. With the warp speed attitude. What are you doing? I'm in the bedroom wearing a blue dress. We don't lead the normal life. Have a close encounter of the fun kind with Alf. This morning at 10 on Fox 23. Uh, I'm talking, not Alf, well, Alf in particular, Aww. but I'm talking Alf magazine. So a few years ago, I got a hands-on an Alf magazine from the summer of 89. And then I, I saw an advertisement for the real Ghostbusters magazine from the summer of 89. And I, I managed to buy that. And then this past like month, I was at the Encounter comic book store. And I found a DuckTales magazine from summer of 89. Lo and behold, they're all published by the same company, Squeezer. Oh. Uh, Welsh Publishing Group of Madison Avenue, New York. And Los Angeles offices in uh, Los Angeles. And... Um, the DuckTales one is okay. The real Ghostbusters one's okay. The gold is in the ALF. As it should. I love mag magazines as a kid were like your iPhone. Um, table of content. Of course, there's a cool Chester Cheetah skateboard offer. Um, 
Letters from Earthlings. Dear Alf, I love your TV show. I have nine cats. I think eating cats is a little unappetizing, but I guess better than spinach. It's from Ryan Hankey from Phillipsburg, Kansas. Um, Chester Wilkerson Jr. of Birmingham, Alabama says, Dear Alf, I like your magazine. I think your magazine will be a big hit because your TV show is so great. Just like you, I can get out of any problem. When I'm at school, I get out of trouble fast. They look at me funny and I say, I just say no problem. Oh, whatever, motherfucker. Um, there's a Nestle Quick Hop Shop order form where you could use quick points to get things like a stuffed quick bunny, a mug, ice cream bowl, hot shades, an ice pop melt maker, and other things. There's um, Be There or Be Square. Uh, on the fad and fashion front, jam session. Jams jive. Wear the brightest, loudest, splashiest pair you can find. Don't be afraid to stand out. Remember jams? Did I lose you? I was trying that. I was trying to figure it out as you say it, and I got confused. What is it? You weren't listening, were you? No. <laughs> jams, the shorts. The like shorts with the weird designs on them we had as kids. Doesn't matter. Oh, cool no, shades. I, that's why I was confused. I didn't get cool shorts. Mm. Then there's soul food. Use some solar energy to make a refreshing summer drink. Fill an empty mayonnaise jar with water. Drop in four to six herbal tea bags. Use any kind you want. Mint, raspberry, lemon, or whatever. Cover the jar and put it in the sun for a whole day. Open the jar, add ice, lemon, and honey. Pour a glass for yourself and take a sip. Say ah. Ah. Some dates, summer dates to remember. Father's Day, June 18th. This is 89. Independence Day, July 4th. Sylvester Stallone's birthday, July 6th. The opening of Booyah Baseball Season, BARP 10. Picnic Day in Australia is August 7th. What's Picnic Day? Uh, it's an Australian holiday. Um, what's up at the Cat's Up Diner? Um, they, they show you how to make ice cream fondue, ice cream stew, froyo shake, apple garanch, frozen fruit cocktail, and waffle witches. Um, there's a, help me Rhonda. Um, you have to find a bunch of stuff in a, in a poster. Then there's a vacation station calendar. It's the official ALF movie poster. So it's a June, July, and August calendar, and it gives you something to do every day of your summer holiday. What are we at? June 28th? It says, write a letter to your favorite baseball player, Squeezer. All right. Tomorrow night, we sleep in the backyard. Then uh, learn to use a boomerang. Oh, shit. This lines up day-wise with ours. No. Yeah. Today's Wednesday. It's... 28th, 89 had the same days as ours. Wow. It's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Well, pick, I'm not going to write a letter to my favorite baseball player. Well, pick a day. This Will your birthday? Uh, yeah. And that's the... 22nd. <laughs> Make the ice cream fondue found on page 12. Very fitting. Uh, hmm. Done. What is ice cream? Alf told me to do it. So, ice cream fondue. Scoop a carton of ice cream into a big bowl. Vanilla or chocolate works best. Let it melt until it's completely liquid. Cut up 
pound cake or plain donuts into bite-sized chunks and stick toothpicks in each piece. You invite your friends over for a fondue party. It's so sophisticated. Not really, but you can act like it. Have everyone dunk their chunks of cake into the fondue bowl, then roll the moist chunks in a bowl of nuts or sprinkles. Be sure to stick your pinky out while dunking. I always do. Yes, yes, we do. My birthday. Do I, wait, do I have to invite friends because I don't have any? <laughs> I'm here. Oh. You just don't want to share your ice cream fondue, do you? I, well, I know you won't come. Yeah, that's true. Offer to walk the neighbor's dog on my birthday. Enchantresses, go bowling. Oh, that's fitting. <laughs> There's some funny things. I would have killed for this as a kid in 89. What do you do? Oh, let's check the ALF calendar. You, you want to pick another day? Uh, yeah, Let me think of uh, uh, August 3rd. Catch a lightning bug and let it go. Aw, that's so sweet. On the fourth, put two ice cubes side by side and bet on which will win the melt-off. You know what? I'll post this whole calendar poster on our Rad Years Insta. I, I've done that. Mm. Just by myself. Just watching ice cubes melt and see which one goes faster. And then there's the whole Boolia baseball rules. Looks like it's a game on Melmac. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Boolia baseball cards you can cut out. And then a play, uh, Mel Matinee. Gordon goes to camp. There's a three-act play you could perform. I feel like we should produce said play. Yeah. There's um, Alf in some beach settings, drawn on real pictures. Survey City. Uh, it's this. They want you to send this in to uh, Welsh Publishing. And uh, it's like, who's your favorite TV star, movie star, cartoon character, etc. Big yucks. Why does it get hot after a baseball game? Jesus. Because all the fans leave. What kind of dance do eye doctors go to? Eyeballs. The eyeballs. Ah, yes. <laughs> what animal never plays fair? A ferret. The cheetah. Oh, well, I guess the ferret would play fair, huh? What can you never have for breakfast? A cereal. I'm not a cereal fan. <laughs> this isn't true for you. Lunch and dinner. Yeah, that makes no, 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 no. That's. I pulled pork for breakfast and lunch and dinner. I have a lot of it. Do you want some? And then there's Ask Alf. I got dressed up a lot and most of my clothes are made of wool. I can't wear wool because it makes me itch. How do you wear wool without itching? Alf says, I have three suggestions. Make sure you wear an undershirt to cut down on the itching. Tell your family about the problem and ask them not to buy any more wool clothing for you. Just be thankful you're not a sheep. There's a few questions and answers. And then there's the Olympic prize for cash page in the end where it has those drawings of all those cool prizes you can get for selling a certain amount of weird items. Oh. Like through the ALF catalog? Well, no. It's it's like an advertisement that we saw in most catalogs. Mm -hmm. And uh, like the, it's to get the Nintendo game system, you sell 85 items. To get Mario Brothers 2, 42 items. 
to get calculator watch, nine items to get um, CBS records or tapes, eight items. Wet and Wild Double Dare home game, 18 items. See, it's something like that. And there's little drawings of all the items. And then there's an advertisement for Ghostbusters 2 on the back. Opens June 16th and theaters everywhere. And I also have a Ghostbusters, Real Ghostbusters magazine. And I won't go through all that for you. And uh, the DuckTales, but, you know. Weird magazines. Weird summer. Squeezer, your third pick. Or your second pick, fuck. Only your second. Get off the streets! Get off the streets! Old people are driving! Ah! Run! Oh my god! Gerald, where are the boys? We've got to get out of here! The boys, Gerald, where are they? They're, they're playing street hockey! Oh my god! <laughs> South right. Park. Yeah. It's the one where all the old people leave the um, community center and they just, it's like uh, maximum overdrive and just brutally murder everyone left and right while they try to get home. <laughs> and they try to take their driver's licenses away. Oh. Yeah. Like real life. Like real life, yeah. Uh, and like real life, the Yankees are three outs away from a perfect game. Oh. Phillies won. Shit. Yeah. But but it's, I mean, they, 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 they eight runs or they wouldn't have won. Jeez, yeah. Like, e- even then, when I saw they were up eight, I'm like, it's Oh, nothing. against the Athletics, that doesn't even count. Well, so. 20, jeez, oh, how do you, how is anyone 21 and, uh, I guess a couple of years ago we were there. Um. Yeah, so, all right, weird, weird pick. W- weird, because, well, it was weird to me. So, Exactly when it was. It was in the peak of my childhood, like running around at night, you know, throughout the neighborhood with friends, kind of thing. Well, they were redoing the roads in our area, and I lived on Fifth on Sixth Street. Fifth Street was the busy road through the neighborhood. It was, it wasn't like the main like state route or the busy like two lane road up a little bit. It was the one that still had stop signs and stuff and went through neighborhoods but could still get you into the city, you know, and took... It was the one with a bridge. Like, there, there's, like, a valley that ran between, like, the suburbs and the city proper. And it wasn't, like, a, a river or anything. There was a creek and, you know, some low ground. So they built some bridges. And this road happened to be the one that went to a bridge. Well, they tore it up. Not realizing that the trolley tracks were still there from, like, the 50s. When there was, like, an actual operating trolley uh, that ran through town to get you into Allentown. When I was a kid. (laughs) Yeah, when I Well, no, when my grandmother was, because she, oh, man, she was wax fantastic. All the stories about riding the trolley into town and all that. And... I realized, like, she never had a driver's license, never drove a car in her life. I came around once to buy the green line. <laughs> it's because she would take the trolley. And then she'd marry my grandfather, and he had, like, a Studebaker or some shit, you know. Uh, but they had to stop work because they found these trolley tracks, 
and they weren't sure what to do. Like, oh, we have to remove these. Do we have to preserve them? Is it a thing? Turns out, eventually, they just blacktopped over it all over again. Hmm. Um, but because of that, that stretch of street for a block was completely shut down the entire summer. Nice. And which kind of sucked because that meant more people, like my parents weren't crazy about it because more cars were like turning, making a detour and going in front of our house. So like the road and the street on our our house was busy as hell. Mm -hmm. But I didn't play out front. Rarely. You know, unless like we're fucking around the porch or something burning ants. But like we were alley kids. Like in my neighborhood, everything like all the streets had a very functioning, like pretty wide alley that two cars, if you had to, could squeeze by each other. Usually your tires were in ditches and stuff, but you managed to get by. And then all my friends, like we had, there were a bunch of other kids on the other side of the street. And then all my other friends lived in um, the other, the old development on the other side. When I say old development, it was newer, but it was like one of the first like planned areas and given like a name in the area um and they lived over there and it was you had to cross fifth street to get to them and Mm -hmm. there was time like i wasn't allowed to go because i even if there was a stop sign i was not allowed to cross the street because they're like ah he's gonna get run over by a car um but with that road closed it was like the river drying up and you just run. And we took over. Like, we were every night. You were out. And all we did was just play in the street because you could. Nice. We did it anyway. <laughs> no, we did, yeah. I mean, even then, we did it anyway. But this was like, like, you were, like, no one questioned it. Oh, go play in the street. Oh, light, like, light off fireworks or go play. Like, it basically became a, a block-long blacktop playground. For us it was awesome uh, i was like captured a flag it was like the it was it it was it was weird i'm saying that so it justifies a pick um but it was very strange like the entire summer like it was the whole summer like it was just this stretch of land no cars and it was we didn't have a playground Mm-hmm. So it just became our playground. We took o- took it over. And this yeah, is our was, land. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because no one else is going out there and just walking up and down the middle of the street. So it became like it was something out of like the Warriors. Like we're just these savage children running wild <laughs> in the streets. Come out and um, play. Uh, we were probably dressed goofier, though. If it was the early 90s. So mm, Probably. Uh, Your jams. 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Um, but that was cool. And then I, I kind of like in hindsight now, I'm like, you know, nerdy older squeezer that likes history stuff. <laughs> like I would have just gone and like inspected the train tracks. <laughs> um, you look up the speed. Yeah. Yeah. I did have, I had a token for that said trolley from trick or treating at a house right, right around the corner from it. Cause they were that house that didn't give out candy. They gave out their old shit. That I wish I still had. That would have been cool. That's longer than a Kit Kat. Yes. Unless you got one of those big ones. 
Yes, the big Kit Kats didn't come around to the 2000 squeezer. Like the, not big, big, like the four, the four or five uh, bank. Oh, the four, yeah, no, I'm talking about the big cats, the, like the, oh, lo- no, the big no. one-piece deals. Yeah, no, no, not those. I meant, when I say big ones, I meant like the big, not the two-piece, but like the fivers. I think it was five, right? Um... Yeah, well, there was four or five, yeah, and then the, and the ones you got from like uh, school fundraisers had like twenty pieces. Oh, I forgot about those. They're massive. Just give me a break, give me a break, break me off a piece for everybody on this baseball team. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Uh, anything more about your weird street squeezer? Uh, no. Well, I've got something equally as weird to talk about. Dad? 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 Yes, Lisa? Dad, (laughs) as you know, we've been swimming, and we've developed a taste for it. We both agree that getting our own pool is the only way to go. Now, before you respond, you must understand that your refusal would result in months and months of... Can we have a pool, Dad? 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 Can we? I understand. Let us celebrate our new arrangement with the adding of chocolate to milk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that show is great. I'm talking about above-ground swimming pools, which is something you don't see a whole lot anymore, do you, Squeezer? Oh, you did it. What? Sorry. No. Perfect game. Oh. It's the Yankees against Athletics. Sorry, E-Rock, but who cares? <laughs> Sorry, Meredith. Still a perfect game. Oh, Do they even counted if it's against the... It's What's his name? <laughs> uh, number zero, Gourmand or whatever. Do they even counted if against the Athletics. It's like... Um, <laughs> like Chris, when Chris Sanchez... Uh, Sanchez came up for the uh, Phillies. He was playing the Athletics, and... Uh, I usually don't like anything Ruben Amaro or Ricky Botalco say, but they're like, he was probably facing some harder teams in AAA against Grant Wilkes-Barre and Syracuse. That's 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 actually true. Yes. That being said, I'm talking about above yes. ground pools. Above ground pools. My buddy down the street, Matt, had one, and it was fucking great. But they were they're so strange. It's such like. You go into a yard and see an in-ground pool, and it's like this gorgeous showpiece, right? Yep. But in yeah, above ground, yeah, and- it's landscaped. It's this hole in the ground. It's covered in concrete. That's like some beautiful piece of art that art that people crave, and it's like instantly uh, photographic, uh, photographable, <laughs> photographable, photographable, uh, Instagrammable. Um, modern day, I don't know what you do. You take out your fucking uh, 16 millimeter fucking spy camera and go. Uh, it's camera as a kid. Um, but back then, a lot of people had above ground pools. Um, and they're just goddamn eyesores. <laughs> like there's no way around it. A, a, a fucking above ground pool looks like shit in your yard. And they're ne- they can you can't get them. They're just a round fucking circle, like you can't get them in like, yeah, a kidney shaped. I guess I call it or bean or whatever. Yeah, it's, the f- it's a stru- it's a structural thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a circle. And and again, I'm telling you, as a kid, I had more fun 
like I, I barely we weren't fucking upper class we weren't going to any pools i wasn't going to any in ground pools <laughs> you, you do, i knew above ground pools and that's it yeah i guess Plus there's no, they haven't found a way to make them look like to class them up no I mean, even with the Simpsons, the, the whole decking around it. But that, like the Simpsons is a sign of the times. That's what people got. They got above ground pools back then. Well, I mean, that was a selling point of my house was that the pool was gone. <laughs> uh, there was an above ground pool. It's no longer there. So we raised the price $10,000. <laughs> I think that's how we got the place because the pool, it wasn't listed as anything, but there were pool a pool in the pictures. And so when people showed up here, like, oh, I saw a pool. There's no pool. We don't want this house. And this is the last one we looked at. I'm like, I don't even want to look at it. They have a pool. We showed up. There's no pool. I'm like, taken. Yeah, but it was an above ground, right? It was. And that's why I have a fucking huge ass deck now. Why are you putting your, when are you putting your in-ground pool in? Never. Come on. Uh, I have an in-ground pool. It's called a membership. <laughs> my brother. My family can go. My brother uh, just bought a house last year, and it's got an in-ground pool. And last summer, I'm floating on it. I'm drinking a Sam Summer in the pool, and I say to Enchantress, I want to live the pool life. Let's dig up the yard and put a pool in. <laughs> I don't think you have the backyard for a pool. With side yard. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that. You never heard of a side yard pool? Come on. Yeah. Uh, your uh, HOA might have something. <laughs> that will be the first meeting. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be the first meeting regardless. Right. But uh, you Can, go with the... <laughs> Can you? I, I'm fucking. I I started. I started fights on Facebook. I'm, I'm her now. So, and Chance just showed me our Facebook for our community. Someone write. I'm just gonna say it here. Our neighborhood likes looks like shit. It looks like a trailer park. And these people are the ones who post about dogs who shit in your yard, even though it's cleaned up. They always say that. Even though it's picked up, they still shouldn't shit in my yard. Where the fuck are you want to tell the dog? Do you speak dog? <laughs> Can you tell him, hey, dog, don't shit in that yard. Shit in that <laughs> shit near the fucking curb or where the, the, and what's the difference? The, the grass on the other side of the sidewalk, all of a sudden you still have to take care of that. That makes it okay. Like, would you care if a, a dog shit in your yard and no, the owner no, cleaned it up? No, no, you're supposed to put down a little dog toilet and they shit in the dog toilet. Okay. Or or tell the dog, just take a shit at home before we... Doggy, did you go... Everyone go potty before we go out for a walk. Right. Now, if if a dog shit in your yard and the owner picked it up, would that bother you? No. No, because that's normal. That's what dogs do. I mean, and, and, and that's not even because I don't want shit in my yard. It's just a common courtesy as a human being that you should do that. Yeah, I, I have all kinds... I have... I have to mow around a massive piles of creamy, disgusting black tar fox shit all over my yeah, yard. Yeah, right? Like wild animals will shit all over your yard and leave it there. Yeah. But these people on Facebook complain about that. Kills so I, I was just like, shit. I was very nice. I was like, just a question. What exactly looks like shit? And then I, oh my God. Hold on. Let me fucking... Oh, I love this. This we this would be our first sweeper ever that we actually do need. It's, uh, 
local HOA <laughs> with RK. <laughs> All right. So someone wrote Ryan Kelly to, and this someone posted anonymously. So they must think I, I'd look at the picture and I, they must be someone who n- would know who, you know, think I'd recognize them. They wrote Ryan Kelly to name a few things based on my own opinion. We as a community should take responsibility in the upkeep of our properties. This applies to all homeowners, renters, and the landlords. Lawn should be mowed on a weekly basis and kept at at least a minimum height of six inches. I think they mean maximum height. Right, first of all, minimum height of six inches, inches would look horrible. That's, that's really high. That's really high. It's not good for your grass. Right. And the grass trimming shouldn't be left on the sidewalk to blow or wash away. We should be cleaning up after ourselves. Landscaping should be kept trim and weeds removed. If a rental property is included lawn maintenance, then the lawn needs to be cut weekly, not when one feels like it. The weeds need to be kept under control as well. Dog owners should have their pets do their duties in the common areas. Grass closest to the street and cleaned up after themselves. I should read this like this. Toys in the toys all over the yard. Oh god, this is so this is so annoying. Toys, toys over the no. F- all right, that's where I draw the line. Toys all over the yards, front and rear. I don't have a problem with toys being out during playtime. I just think toys should be put away daily when not in use. Keep toys oh. stored in the garage and not kept on the lawn for public you display. Are, what a fucking bitch. Awful. Children running and playing in everyone's yards. Oh my god, they complain about kids running in yards. Are you a fucking monster? I'm not referring to common areas. Parents should be teaching their kids how to respect others' property. Fuck off. Mailbox areas. People throw their unwanted mail on the ground. It's happened twice, okay? Twice. Instead of taking it home to dispose. Kids leaving their garbage on your property while they're walking past your property, coming home from the bus stop or during play. I know this may sound like a rant, but it's really just common courtesy amongst our fellow neighbors. Let's have pride in our properties, whether we are bought or leasing. We all deserve a beautiful and respectable community. Fuck these um, fucking yeah, cunts. Yeah, no, no, no. Kids shouldn't litter and be throwing shit on the ground. However, they're stupid fucking kids. They're going to do it. Get over Yeah, who cares? Pick it the fuck up. Jesus fucking Christ. So I wrote a genuine question. And then someone wrote, Jennifer Fuentes, whatever, wrote, Ryan Kelly, people need to be fined for not following the rules. I've lived in other communities where a warning was sent to the person living in the house, and if the owner, and the owner, and if it was rented property, they have 24 hours to comply, or a fine was given. So I was ready to write, make a whole fucking RoboCop meme and put it on the page. <laughs> you have 24 hours to comply. <laughs> like, get your fucking head out of your fucking asshole and stop being such a fucking cunt you assholes wow. sorry you are, wow that goes for men and women okay you're when you say it that way it's okay no there's men and women in here and they're all fucking assholes i'm sorry but they're, I, they're, they're all like begging for they're all fucking fascists begging for the hoa to take over so rules can be established and followed like i've never well, seen a big you do Apply rules that say toys must be left out in all yards. Oh, my God. And you know me. I take better care of my lawn than anyone else. But, like, that's just because it's what I like to do. Sometimes you have one day to mow the lawn and it might rain. So you can't fucking mow the lawn because you fucking work to pay your fucking mortgage or rent. That's astronomical for those piece of shit houses we live in, you ass wipes. Like, stop and fucking think. 
I'm sorry. Well, that's why you should pay someone to do it. Oh, yeah. So why don't once you, a week. Why don't you pay the help to do it once a week? <sighs> sorry. Are we on my pick of yours? Yeah. I don't I think I thought this was your pick. <laughs> Fishing about the HOA above ground pools. Yeah, uh, I I kind of want to move in your neighborhood just to maybe that can be an investment for me. Yeah. <laughs> just I got a property in your place just so I can join the HOA. And and watch me fucking explode. Yep. Watch me pay $5,000 a year in fines just to fuck with them. Oh, no, no, because I would dedicate all my time to it, and I would get a wig and a robe, and I would become the judge of the HOA. Now, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of setting up a puppet regime and buying off the uh, a whole, all five seats of the HOA and making these people's lives miserable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would take a whole lot of payola to get control of the HOA. No, plus also you could probably get the entire neighborhood to rebel against them. What, what are they going to do when no one complies? You must comply 24 hours to comply. They could fuck it. I, didn't you see the John Oliver segment? They could foreclose on your house. That, yeah, it's fucked up. Like, how do these people fucking like crave this? What you do is you find out who it is and just start leaving toys in their yard. Do you have yeah, and then giving fines to them? Yeah. You have 24 hours to comply. Yeah, like, a, a, like a green squirt gun, like a real like something that's not going to be seen in the grass. Take a picture of it and then yeah, file a complaint against them. You got to yeah, you got to fight fire with fire. 24th perfect game in MLB history. The there should first be an, in 11 years. There should be an asterisk. Against that, the athletics. Yeah, I mean, seriously, what's more cheating? Taking steroids and hit, <laughs> taking steroids or playing against the A's in 2023? Uh, all right, I, I'm done with my rant. Above ground pools are fun. <laughs> Here's your, what, <laughs> what? You definitely need to get, is, is there a rule that you can't have a pool? Uh, there's none yet because we're technically not commissioned and there's no board. That's why it's driving them all crazy. They're craving these rules. They're craving the rules. They need fucking structure and rules. Get a pool. Get a sandbox. Get a swing set. Get a doghouse. Like, get all the shit imaginable. Just cover your entire yard with it. I'm thinking of getting an RV and going completely complete Cousin Eddie. Just leave it there. Merry Christmas. Shitter's full. Can you see me out there drinking a can of Heineken, emptying the shitter in the sewer drain? I mean, I think you set the precedent. You were one of the first ones to move in there. I was the first. Not the first. We were the first. Yeah. Not one of. We were the first. It was the first house. And the rule was, what, no Christmas decorations, no lights of any sort? Uh, No. We. I said we didn't have any rules, and I wasn't sure what they were. Ah. But we, uh, we, it wasn't Christmas. I don't really do anything. It's Halloween is or what I Halloween. go. Halloween is what I go fucking insane for. I cover yeah. the whole yard and shit. But I noticed driving through your neighborhood, there is a lot that it's either all or nothing. Yeah. People suck, Squeezer. People suck, 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 suck. Suck so fucking hard. And not in that good way.
no, not even sucking down hot dogs for this nation's free celebrating this nation's freedom. I'll be doing that. Yeah, no, that's that's fucking patriotic. These people just suck in general. All right, uh, let's move on to your third pick, Squeezer. Position that is where Rusty Wallace goes low. Rusty up into the outside retaining wall. Hits hard here in turn number one. Scrubs along the outside retaining wall. The rest of the field pours by as Rusty Wallace has big trouble here in turn one. Yeah, he took a hard slide, tried to lock her down to keep from hitting that wall. Just could not get the car turned, and it bounced hard into uh, the first turn wall. Caution is back on the speedway. Love listening to races on the radio. That's that's that right there is the sound of my childhood. Oh God, well, oh. Rusty Wall Rusty Wallace sounds like a porn name. Eh, might have had the look going for him, too. Maybe. Rusty Wallace has got a hard time coming for him. After that turn, he hit to the wall. He scrummed to the floor. To the floor, to the floor, to the floor, to the floor. I'm sorry. I don't, I've never watched that car. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> now, I have a hard time like reading you. Do you like or do you not like NASCAR? Now? No. But you did. Back then, in the 90s, it was my life. But did you like it, or was it your life because it was your dad made it your life? Uh, I both. Like I did. Look, I. I it wasn't so much. Yeah. The, eh, let me think. Could I sit and watch like a three-plus-hour race and like the same way I watch baseball now? No. Did I like going to the event because it was an event, and I got to eat hoagies and drink soda, and. Uh, go shopping out of like these massive trailer things and then you know do all this other cool shit and there was the smells and the noise and the, the scanners and all that yeah. yes I loved all that mm. the race yeah it was cool uh, but then you go to the infield and that's a whole other thing a whole and different I, animal a whole different animal and I don't know. I'm sure it's changed by now too. We stopped going when they like banned like outside coolers because you were you? allowed to like you know bring a cooler in the size of, like you know a, a small car full of beer, and you're like you can't do this anymore. You have to buy our beer. My dad's like, we're not going. <laughs> like, all right. Um, I'm surprised they even let that happen to begin with. It went on for a long time. That car like probably... blew up in the late '90s, early 2000s. It was fucking huge. I I still don't understand it to this day. Yeah, I my, my where's my first race? Probably like ninety ninety one. We or we, even then we didn't go to race. We would go to qualifying. That, that one car at a time would drive by real fast. That was still when it was Winston, right? Oh yeah. It was sponsored. Its major sponsor was a pack of cigarettes. Winston Cup. Yep. For for years. What is uh, it now? I, I honestly could not fucking tell you. I remember it was the Nextel Sprint. Cup after. Oh, Sprint. That makes sense because Sprint bought Nextel. It was yeah. the Nextel Cup. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of lame. Um, but even the Winston Cup, like as a kid, you didn't associate it with cigarettes. No, I never did. Even though my dad smoked Winston's. It didn't even. It didn't. Now it's called the NASCAR Cup Series. It's not even sponsored. Oh, well, good for them. Might have some balls and. Not, oh, probably because they were afraid that they'd end up losing the sponsorship because you know someone would say something racist. Um, what was it? They uh, 
but yeah, I, I I was going up there for years, and it was just it was a party, and I loved it. And eventually, as I got older, and it's like, oh yeah, you could uh, you know sneak a little black and tan in there when it was no one was looking. The Monster Energy at one point. Did you know that? I thought that was the truck series. Nope it was it was Winston from 1971 to 2003. Mm-hmm. Then it became the Nextel Cup series, and then in 2006, Sprint and Nextel merged to make it the Sprint Cup. And then, and two, the sponsorship ended in 2016, and it became the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup series, just till 2019. And then, beginning in the 2020 season, they just call it the NASCAR Cup. I didn't know that. That's how much attention I pay now. Um, but the the infield was. I mean, this was when it was this is late nineties. Uh, it was it was fucking awesome. Who was your dad's so, guy? Uh, well, we were always so that's that's that was a weird thing. We were a we went with like the team. Where most other people would go with a driver, and if that driver moved teams or changed sponsors or whatever, they follow that driver. I didn't know there was a difference. Okay. Yeah. In this case, we stayed with Robert Yates Racing, which was the team's owner. So, uh, for us, for a while, it was uh, Dale Jarrett and Davey Allison. Okay. Well, Davey died in 93. A car a crash? Helicopter crash. It was a helicopter crash. Talladega. Oh. I was there at Pocono in '92 when he had it. There's <clears throat> look up Davy Allison flip Pocono '92 or something like that. It is the most horrific car wreck you'll ever see. It was in the back, and you you could see it the way the car just flew in the air, and they airlifted him to Lehigh Valley. In the Texaco car. Holy shit. Yeah, it was brutal. I, that Texaco Haveline Racing, they had all that stuff and his cars and everything back at the Texaco all the time. Is yep. that why your dad liked him? I think that's what kind of set the seeds, but he also liked his dad when his dad drove back in the day. Oh, this guy um, looks so like a fucking hillbilly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check his eyes out. Well, he's got glasses on. Oh, and there he goes. Oh, yeah, they're all fucked up. See, they look like Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. y'all want to see it, I'll show them to you, but it's ugly. Fucking hillbilly. Jesus Christ. It's the Alabama gang. Alabama. Yeah. But, um, so you would, what would happen is, uh, the races on, uh, uh, Sunday, you'd go up Saturday and, and get in the staging area. So there's a parking lot outside the track where everyone that's going to go inside goes. Mm-hmm. And then you have to wait until it opens up, and then eventually they let you in. And there's either a tunnel or uh, and, uh, a tunnel that you'd go through to get to the inside, 
where you would then set up. So now you're sitting on your truck or RV or in many cases, a school bus that's been, you know, done up. But they don't do that until like four or five in the morning. Okay. You're there at noon the day before. And there's just a massive party and everyone is just completely getting shit-faced. Yikes. And then at four in the morning, everyone gets in their cars mm-hmm. and drives inside. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then gets more shit faced all morning long. In 2014, um, the first year I went to Firefly, the the glamping they had on the infield of the Dover Speedway. Yeah. And to get there, so we, we arrived at like six in the morning, and I guess they never sent me the right stuff, and I didn't know which line to get into, and we waited in the camping line. So I was watching Eastbound. I was in my Col- Chevy Cobalt, and I was watching oh, wow. Eastbound. It was the last year of her because I was gone by that January. She wouldn't even last a year after this. Wow. Uh, so um, I was I was like, we're in this long line, and people are dancing, and it's warm, it's the summer, and I'm watching Eastbound and Down on um, my iPad, and I just start crushing Heineken's. Because we're in line. It's like it's a vacation. Mm-hmm. We finally we get through the whole line. They're like, you're not you're not in the right place. This is camping. You got to go across the street to the infield. So we get there. And the person I'm with is being a complete asshole, screaming at the fucking people. Jared and I were waiting in the long line. <laughs> like it's Pam, you know. <laughs> oh. Just being a complete uh, fucking yeah. dickhead. And screaming. I'm like, it's just cool. Just let us know where we go. And they're like, oh, you're going to drive. Drive really slow. You're going to drive on the track. And then you're going to see a place to turn right. And then once you go right there, you'll go. You'll follow until they take you to your tent. So we get on the speedway. And I'm like fucking six or seven beers deep at fucking 830 in the morning. And I start like going up and down the track like I'm racing someone in Florida. in your tires. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we're on the fucking speedway. Woo. <laughs> Oh yeah, I want to go back. I don't know do if it. it's the same, but I, I want to take us all. We should all go do an infield trip. By all, you mean Jake, right? No, you're going to. <laughs> you fucking love it. Um, it, it 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 is a shit show of shit shows. Now, again, granted, again, this is last time I was there was twenty five years ago, maybe. Um. But yeah, just the, the where are we going? The, the Poconos? Yeah, Poconos. The Pook, the yeah. Picanos. Yeah, the the debauchery because at Dover, you know, I don't think they actually. I don't know if they do infield in there for like the actual race race. Cause it's not big enough. I thought they don't do it at uh, Pocono either anymore. What? Well, you can't bring your beer in. No, you but uh, infield. I'm sure you can because they don't have like stands or anything like that in there. Mm. At least they didn't. I don't. Again, times have changed so much. Uh, but yeah, they have the mud pit there, so you just see guys with their big dumb pickup trucks going through the fucking mud pit. Uh, yeah, but you have the ones that look like they should do it, right? Clearly, like the real hillbilly ones. <laughs> What's Jesse Gemstone's monster truck called? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh... That doesn't matter. I think, yeah, but then I remember I wa- I watched the guy do it, brand new. My fucking Marty McFly looking uh, truck. Black 
right off the showroom floor. Guy's got a grill in the back, like, strapped to it. Windows down. He's going to go through the mud pit. Fucking slams in this thing. Mud just floods into the windows. The, the grill, redeemer. The, the, the redeemer. Mud's flowing in the windows. The grill breaks loose, slamming against the roof of the truck and all that. Completely trashed it. Ruined the truck. Brand new off the showroom floor. How, how do you do it? They're, they're in the one turn, there's a mud pit. Mm-hmm. And guys would just take their trucks through. Mm-hmm. But he went in and had his windows down. Oh, no. What an and idiot. And all the mud came flying in this brand new truck, wet, sopping. It's water damage, straight up water damage. And yeah, the grill came loose and like slammed into the truck. Yikes. I watched another guy laying on the roof of his car, just vomiting inside the you know, driver's side window. It was... I saw a lot of stuff there. Made me the person I am today. The little squeezer you are today. All right. Um, we can move on to my, we are, what do we got? About an hour and 40 minutes into the show. Here's my next pick. It's Jeff's Video Game Review. Harley and I reviewed Ultra Environment. Whack to the curl. It has got to go. So today, we're going to take a look at Battletoads. Rocky! That it is. I mean, they got Psycho Pigs and Turbo Thwacking. And with kick fighting, surfing, babe shaving, how can you go wrong? Your kids are freak for Battletoads and these other games from Trade West. Nintendo Entertainment or Game Boy Systems Required. I'm talking about the summer of 93 squeezer something we've been talking about a long for the last three shows um trade west released developed by rare squeezer mm-hmm. three battletoads games battletoads and battle maniacs for super nes battletoads and ragnarok's world for game boy and battletoads double dragon for nes a crossover Three games all came out in the summer of 1993. I, I love Battletoads games. They're great beat-em-ups. Mm-hmm. The Battletoads and Ragnarok game specifically was one of my favorites because it was um, the original Battletoads game for Nintendo, like basically ported to Game Boy. Oh, impressive. Right, and the original Battletoads Game Boy game release was not that good at all. It wasn't. It was really lagging. But the Battletoads in Ragnarok's world was the fucking first game, like basically to a T for Game Boy. Very little stripped down. Battle Maniacs was fucking fun as shit, though. That was a Super NES game. You had dip, the, each fighter had a different Rash and Pimple each had different attacks. There's cooperative pr- play. Um, you could like switch the contr- switch to the second controller and play as if you're solo and play as Rash if you're playing as Pimple. It's uh, a lot of fun. And then Battletoads Double Dragon, the Double Dragon. It's not very Double Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very much uh, Battletoads, and the characters even have the same kind of like like hurt animations and fight animations as the Battletoads, not at all like the Double Dragon <laughs> So it's a Double Dragon game and he just skinned two characters, his 
No, it was a Battletoads game, and they just skinned two Technos Double Dragon characters over the top of it. Yeah, that's what I said. You said it the other way. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Uh, roll it back. <laughs> if I could, I would. But you said a Battletoads game, and they well, you or a Double know Dragon game, and they skinned semantics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these games are weird and gross, and the fucking. Battletoads were clearly meant to capitalize off of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, but there's so many of those. Street Sharks, Extreme Dinosaurs. Um, there was a cartoon made, and it got one episode, and it never <laughs> got picked up for series. I think it was on VHS. I'm pretty sure we rented it from Blockbuster. But Zitz, Rash, and Pimple. The Battletoads are out of control. But, man, these games were so fucking weird and fun, man. Talk about a symptom of the times, not in a bad way. We'd we'd rent, uh, we'd go to Blockbuster and we'd rent a beat 'em up game, and that's what we'd play all night. Because a beat 'em up game, it doesn't, it, it you you can't go wrong. You're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna have fun all. And back then, when you know you had the attention span for it, you're gonna have fun all night. So it was fucking uh, Spider Man Venom, uh, Maximum Carnage. It was fucking the Tick. It was fucking um, Battletoads. It was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. There's so many different ones. And you get a fucking beat em up game and you go you go back and you just you you play that all week all weekend long and stay up all night because it took forever to beat it. Most of them were impossible mm-hmm. to beat. Well, you didn't beat Battletoads. You didn't beat Battletoads and you definitely didn't beat the Tick. No. Tick was probably my favorite. I don't think I ever played a tick. Uh, I did just I did just play the new Ninja Turtles arcade. Uh, it was fun. Oh, I have uh, the Ninja Turtles game for Switch too. It's 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 different from the new Ninja Turtles arcade. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's newer. It does nice. They do a, they play a nice homage. Did you play the arcade one. cabinet that came out a few years ago, or the one that came out like last year for Switch and? No, no, the full arcade cabinet, the full size. That's like uh, maybe like five years old, yeah. They just updated the original, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Though There's a new game, Shredder's Revenge, that came out on like Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. Mm-hmm. And that's a beat-em-up as well. I have it. I started it. <laughs> Played maybe five minutes, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, Battletoads. Um... Here we are, uh, your fourth pick there, Squeezer. Let's get some volume on here. Once you've played Zoomball, life seems a bit slower. Zoomball's the fastest glide you've ever tried. It's there and back in less than a second. Zoom ball from Pressman. Zoom ball. I remember Zoom ball. Yeah, Zoom ball. Did you ever play with a Zoom ball? Yeah, I think we had one. Yeah, I, 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 I played with it. I don't think we. I don't know if we had one, or we did. But it, it, it the commercial Zoom ball commercials are like fast food cheeseburger commercials, where uh, they they cover it in glue. And other inedible things to make it look delicious and exciting, and then you get it. They they make it look because 
like the tagline says, life seems a bit slower. Life but seems then you a actually bit play slower with it. here. And What's that? Life is a bit slower here. Yeah, yeah. Out town, Pennsylvania. And the chaos that ensues while they're playing uh, Zoom Ball. And then you get at home to go play Zoom Ball. And it's, uh, it is what it is. You're, uh, it's a lot of... It's not nearly as exciting as a early 90s commercial about Zoom Ball. In fact, I want to I would just want to take anything from our modern time that is not all that exciting and just plant that into a Zoom Ball commercial from 1993. And it will make it the most exciting thing in the world. Oh, yeah, it would. Because they have, like, two people playing Zoom Ball, but then there's another group of people playing Zoom Ball, and the lines are crossed, and the shot's overhead. So you see these balls zipping back and forth, and you think it's just absolute chaos, when really it's just, no, you're passing it back and forth. Um, and I, I guess the idea was try to do it as fast as you can before the other person can retaliate and you click the little handles, right? Yes. I don't know what the rules were. It's just it was it wasn't even like a game. It was just something to do. Yeah, that's what most of the things we did as kids were. It was just something to do. Something to do. Yeah, but in many cases there's a way to win. Right? Like if you have a football, you play football. If you have a zoom ball, you play zoom ball and the idea of zoom ball is you just keep doing it. Right. As a you know what? As a parent, I think this is brilliant. Oh, what are you playing? Oh, you're playing Zoom Ball. Oh, what do I do? Oh, just keep going till you win. The I fuck does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Just keep going. Apparently, I did not know this. It's a big thing for, like, therapy now. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, they, they, it's like good for, like, shoulders and stuff, and then also for people with, like, Issues with, uh, uh, like, I, I don't know what the scientific term is, like, timing shit. Mm. You know? Just, I, I, have, I have issues with that. No one's ever <laughs> let me play Zoom Ball therapy. All right, well, let's go get a Zoom Ball. Give me therapy. And I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you therapy. It's about time. They make one that you can put water balloons in. That's fun. That was a thing for a while. But, yeah. I always thought it was exciting, and we played with it for a bit. But, yeah, it did not have the last... And, of course, somehow it becomes a weapon. Um, much like all your toys. Now I see, I believe it's produced by Goliath Games. I was explaining to Mark, our our guest, how uh, LJN wrestling figures were used as a weapon as a kid. You throw oh. that across the room of your brother, and that thing is like a... Uh, it hurts. I mean, yeah, it should have been an outtake from... You can almost take an eye out. Home Alone. Yeah, right. Yeah, the, yeah, instead of, like, paint cans swinging off the fucking balcony, it should have been oh, LJ and wrestling figures, yeah. <laughs> Big John stood. Just fracture your skull. Ah, fuck! Um, all right. Uh, should all we right. get to my last pick? Oh, man. We're zooming. We are zooming. What are you doing? You collect Desert Storm trading cards? Fuck yeah. Those things are collector's items, man. You have any idea how much those things are going to be worth one day? Really? Hell yeah. 
That's just like an investment. I have lots of little investments all over the place. One day I'm gonna sell all of them just so I can live off of it. So, like, how much is this one worth? Which? Night vision goggles. I don't know, mint? Uh, two, maybe three. Dollars? Yeah. It's too early, you don't sell them yet. Don't you know anything about investing? I'm gonna live off that shit. If you have a complete set, it's worth, like, thousands. So do you have the complete set? Almost. The uh, corners are bent on my friendly fire and someone stole my wolf blitzer. That was 2004, 20, almost, can you believe fucking Garden State was almost 20 years ago? Jeez. No, because. I saw that in the theater. That would make me after, old. After, it was either after or before we went to a John Kerry rally. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, the poor guy. Desert Storm trading cards still aren't worth dick. Um, but as a kid, we had a lot of Desert Shield toys. We had Desert Shield slash Storm clothing. Oh man, I'm very fucking belchy. Belchy. Yeah. So I had like short like jams that were like desert camo and shirts that had various like war equipment on it, like pl- jets and tanks. <clears throat> And I had a lot of the Desert Storm, or I'm sorry, Desert Shield line of uh, toys. <sighs> yeah. We had, um, hold on, I'm trying to find, I fucking pulled up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I had that. <laughs> I had that. I had that. The Desert Shield grease gun. Fuck. Um. So there's the Desert Shield six Desert Shield 1991 Tank Force diecast, the F-15 Jet Fighter, the Desert Shield fucking Scout Chopper in its original box, the Desert Shield walkie talkies that were desert camo, the Desert Shield fucking this that, but they had the Desert Shield. M16, there was diecast vehicles, there was action figures. Squeezer, if they made it, if like if you could make it, there was fucking Desert Shield. Like they put Desert Camo on it. Desert Shield. Uh, the fucking. Uh, there was action figures too. They were like G.I. Joe scale. Combat Commandos. Little action figures that we could play with. Then they they made the Barbie size. Um, Chris and I had the grease guns. If you look at Desert Shield's grease gun. (laughs) We got them from the KB toy store. K&K toy store at the the South Mall. It asks as a real muzzle flash, automatic firing sound, and slide action barrel. So the, the one, it had like the front lit up red. And that black piece like slid back and forth. In the desert camo piece, um, there was a 50 caliber machine gun and an M60 machine gun too. They sold. There was the Desert Seal, the Chack Attack Chopper, the Scout Chopper, the, the um, Medic tanks. I mean, there's so much Desert Shield, and that those were toys that we had. 
but the clothing too. Yeah, Desert Storm. No, these are Desert Shield toys. Desert Shield is 06. What? Yeah. Desert Shield was not 06. Operation Desert Shield happened first, and then Desert Storm happened next. Were there two Desert Shields? Oh, there were. <laughs> that was our gun. There, I'll send it to you. Desert Shield was a toy line, too. They made a toy line based on... Oh, up. God, they're so smart. <laughs> These were the action figures. Desert Shield. Uh, I'll send you a little picture of me and my Desert Shield gear squeezer. Aw. Well, here's Chris in his matching Desert Shield t-shirt. Uh, nothing is worse than a cheap disjointed G.I. Joe knockoff. Um, That's at a bowling alley. It looks like I'm wearing a t-shirt with the statue of David and um, at the Pantheon with like surfer shorts on. Lisa's wearing a little mermaid t-shirt. And then me and my desert shield clothing line using my plastic shopping container. Now that you can get a Target one with all Target brand stuff in it. But Is that Jordan Lane's? Yeah, that was Jordan Lane's, yep. Yeah. And then uh, there's me and my desert shield clothing. We were fully propaganda out. <laughs> Did you get both picks? Uh were those were those pajamas? No, those were those were shorts. Like they were like um umbros, but knockoff umbros. So, I, think, I think I had a pair. I I had a pair of like camo like PJs. These were desert camo squeezer. <laughs> and um that what you see that picture is taken in what was my bedroom and became my sister's playroom. You see the Fisher Price kitchen, the tea set, the shopping cart, the strollers. Lisa had a bedroom and a playroom while I had to share a bedroom with Chris. The uh, mural of a uh, Barbie or princess up on the wall. Yeah, the wall, the wall princess over there. Yeah, yeah and then that picture. Good, good call with the Jordan Lands. That is exactly Jordan Lands. Uh, I I like your uh, chain your uh, chain uh, lamp cord. Uh, yeah, that was a lamp hanging up there. Kim, See, yep. did the chain cord up there. Yeah, there's yeah, in the corner. That was such a that was that was a thing. Yeah. Um, that was Lisa's playroom. Someone uh, got paid to weave that death trap. So I had uh, a bedroom, and then Lisa was born. And Lisa got a bedroom and a playroom, and I had to move. To you you look like a quartermaster. <laughs> holding quartermaster. her. I got the groceries. Holding her groceries. Yeah, I I loved playing with that. Those groceries and shop. I mean, that, that makes the asking changes now. I'm the grocery shopper in the house. So I was Lisa trained me for it. So thank her. <laughs> um, but yeah, the desert shields, desert storm. That was just a weird, and that was summer too. That like you, clearly you see this picture. It's the summer. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. It was mm-hmm. weird. Uh, and now we're moving on to your last pick, handsome. Fortunately, Beavis, nature has its own toilet paper. The humble leaf. You're wiping with foliage, dude. 
Uh, uh-oh. I gotta go, too. Now remember, Beavis, bury it at least 200 yards from the campsite, away from our water and food. Food. Feud. Okay, Stu, let's pitch a tent. <laughs> Grab this pole, Stuart. <laughs> Stick it in the hole, Stuart. In the pole. <laughs> Uh, I, I want to say that was from a, a Beavis and Butthead episode, but that very well could have just been from uh, me and my friends camping. <laughs> uh, <that> was, <laughs> it's pretty spot on. Just a bunch of immature assholes. Uh, yeah, getting lost in the woods, hurting each other, and uh, genuinely just burning things and, you know, shitting our pants. You know, I did the same thing without a bunch of friends. Oh. That's all right. Ooh, wow. You got the rumblies. Yeah, I'm drinking a lot of uh, ice-cold beers, and that's what oh, happens. I'll do it. I'm letting them out. Letting them out, um, baby. Yeah, our first one we got, so we, we camped in the parkway. Mm. And what, like, it's not like a parkway like many people, like either like a parkway is like something like you drive Allen, on. Like the Allentown Parkway? Or like the Allentown Park, which is nice. Oh, the what's White going Park on with was... Camp Jubilee? It's sold, right? Camp Jubilee? Camp Jubilee, the Boy Scouts. Camp Jubilee, I saw it in Morning Call. Oh, Camp Trexler? I just, it, yeah, wasn't it called Camp Jubilee? I don't know what the hell Camp Jubilee is. I, the Morning Call says Camp Jubilee, motherfucker. Like, they can't sell Camp Trexler if it's owned as a Trexler estate. No, they can. How? Uh, it was gifted to them. Yeah, but I think there's like no, contingencies. They're, sell they're selling it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a thing. In fact, it's gone. I believe it did sell. Because none of the they tried to sell the golf course that they built uh, on Strexel's land, and they they couldn't. Oh uh, yeah, this is different. The, the land was gifted to them, so it is the Boy Scouts to sell. The former Camp Jubilee property is now on track to serve young campers once again. Oh, this is a different place. Yeah. I don't know what the hell Camp Jubilee is. This is Lower Mukunji. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, that's, it's religious shit. Oh, okay. Um, Camp Trexler, yeah, they they shouldn't yeah. have been able to because Trexler's whole thing, like Allentown wants to sell all that property, like the Rose Gardens and Trexler Park and the golf course, but they can't because it was gifted to them under the uh, to the city under the Trexler uh, um, the Trexler uh, not a state, but the Trexler. No, I'm with you. They've the the they've tried. It's it's gonna be it's sold. Yeah. And maybe there was different guidelines with Camp Jubil Camp Trexler. Yeah. But um, oh yeah, uh, seven point eight million. Oh my god, the okay. golf the golf course the Allentown Municipal they tried to sell to put mm -hmm. apartments, and the Trexler state the state the estate so so sued, saying that that land was entrusted under the guise that it has to be a public park or golf course or something like that. It can't be sold ah. for private real estate. 
motherfuckers. Same with Trexler Park and yep. Rose Gardens. Yep, so that's gone. So General uh-huh. Harry C. Trexler, what a good dude. Yeah. Good dude. Uh, I like this fish. Um, yeah, well, the Whitehall uh, Parkway is literally, like, there was uh, uh, a, a cement... Cement was big in our area. Is this anywhere near the rail trail? Yeah, it runs right through it. Okay, so I know this. Yeah. Um, do you know where the Sheets is? Mm-hmm. Up in, uh, That's where we go. You, That's the trailhead that we go to the rail trail is at the Sheets there. You go down and go to the right. Yeah. So the parkway is down to the left. Okay. So if you if you park at that trailhead to the right, do you walk uh, west and go underneath 145? Uh, if we do the spur, yes. The spur yeah. goes out through Egypt and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So if you walk under, if you do that spur, you walk in, you walk past that red barn. Yes. That's the maintenance building for the parkway. That's all parkway property. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. That, that isn't even on the spur. That is on the, yes, yes, yes. And yep. that's, it's on church, off church road there. Yes. Yep. Off yep. church road. Yep. And you, you walk, you're walking along the creek there for a stretch. Uh-huh. That's where I did my Eagle project. I did a log deflector dam in there. Well, I walked past your log deflector dam many times. Yeah. That's on the main track, not the spur. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I built that trail, but I don't know what they call it. I literally, like, shovel it. The spur is w- when you go in and go to the right and go around the corner and then go off down towards uh, Lea Valley Sporting Clays. Yeah. Yeah, I... They've changed so much since they finally this. paved the spur. It's a beautiful park. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh yeah, no, no. Before when I there was it was nothing. It was dirt trails, and it was all our projects that slowly developed. That yeah, place. you see it. They have them all like placard and everything. The little plaques. Yeah. yeah. I never got a plaque. Fuckers. Um, all the I the should. bridges and everything were built by. Now yeah. I, I I I fucking well probably not those bridges because. Those would have been, they probably tore those down and built new ones since. But, uh, and if you go out into the quarries and there's dams and stuff out there that you could check out. But there was a campsite. If you go, don't leave, like, the property. Don't stay on the trail. Go off into the woods there and see. There's a lot of cool shit. Um, But there's a lot on the other side. We got dropped off and we got lost. We fell down the hill. We thought we were all going to die. Not realizing the place is only, like, couple acres you're like you're not gonna get lost um they'll find you eventually eventually and uh yeah we went up to the campsite and then we we're just asshole kids just doing asshole things and this is uh we invite invented a form of mortal combat uh called mortal wombat hmm. which was just us each climbing up on a log and beating the shit out of each other <laughs> i like um, this game but we didn't want to through any uh copyright violations so we went with wombat instead because wombats are funny no, that's a um, uh, a um, parody. So you 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 fall, you yeah. Oh, you're good. Safe. Yeah. See, played it safe. Yeah. Uh, that's it's also where we uh, we burnt uh, we melted a shovel down. We took a shovel and put it in the fire all night long, and that was our duty was to melt the shovel down, and we slowly rolled it until we turned it into a hammer. Um, you know this. I'm not saying these are all weird. I'm saying we were weird. We're just dumb kids playing with no, fire in the those woods. Those are weird things to do, yeah. Yeah, thank you. And then, you know, you know, of course, the one time I pooped myself and had to clean myself in my underwear on an <laughs> orientation trail or in the tearing trail. But, you know, I'm going to just 
Uh, what else do we do? It uh, happens. It happened. I look. We were out, and uh, it was. You shit uh, your pants every once in a while, everybody. Yeah. Well, no, sometimes no, kids. No, no. You I shit your not, pants. I'm gonna go right. I did not shit my pants. I you made said, it. To, there was a little porta potty. You said there. you pooped yourself. I did poop my. Well, I I made it there. It was the equivalent thereof. And then, the, but when I got there, it was a porta potty, like the little blue uh, job johnnies. Mm-hmm. There's no toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do I do? I would have been better off in the woods. You shit so yourself. I took out my pocket knife and cut my underwear off, and then used that. Uh, to uh, oh my god, make the world a better place. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Welcome to the Rogers Podcast, folks. <laughs> oh, between now. bitching about my HOA and you shitting your fuck, wiping your ass with your fucking underwear. I cut it off first. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I just it was. I Couldn't you just step my- out of it? <laughs> no, there's. Well, then I have cranky ass. <laughs> right. I, I just remember I pull up my little Swiss Army knife. Snit, cut, cut it off, and cut it into little pieces. And <laughs> fortunately, I was fat, so I had big underwear. You know? <laughs> uh, did they hose you off afterwards? Oh, and you know me. You know most people would be like, you know, they move on. I step out. I'm walking up the hill, and I run into my friends. And the first thing I say is, "Hey, there's no toilet paper." I cut my underwear off and I had to use it. You're probably proud of yourself, quite <laughs> I frankly. Was. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Hey, we, yeah, we did that toilet paper. Cut my fucking undies off and wiped my ass with it. Bear back in it yeah. now. Yep. Man, I haven't been down that way. I should go. No, I don't want to go back there because I'll probably end up being disappointed. You probably shit your pants yeah. again. I probably shit my pants again. It's probably all the dinty more beef stew. Oh my god! But yeah, a lot of weird memories uh, in that. Yeah, it, it's it's you, you you could it's up MacArthur Road. So first stop, Rascals, get the sausage sandwich, cheese steak yeah. combo, and then right up to the rail trail to shit your pants. Yep. After eating said combo. Well, and we'll stop at the sheets, and we, we can fry fried cheese uh, curds. Yeah, fried cheese curds while we watch a. Uh, uh, budget recreation of Fast and Furious in the parking lot. Yeah, wash uh, your ass in the sink if you need to. Yeah. It's the fucking sheets, you know? That's what it's there for. The Cement and Fair's going on right now. We should go. We should go to the Cement and Fair. Uh, what we should do is end this lovely show. We've been going... We did, we, we, we got... Re- like, it wasn't Weird 2000. I'm sorry, Weird Summer. It was Weird... Arcane Squeezer. Oh, we're, we, yeah, yeah. Was, we just got weird. Just weird. And it is, it's in the summer. Technically, the summer was eight days ago, so it's a weird show in the summer. Yeah. We lived up to the title. And it's almost over. It's always uh, fun when baseball's halfway done. You're like, oh. Like, summer just started. Baseball's over. Your summer's <laughs> over. Why am I so burby tonight? Fuck. I'm gassy. In my belly. It's not do you com- need me that? Do you need me to burp you? Come over here and burp me. What is uh, up uh, on tap next week, Squeezer? Um, I'm probably gonna stick with this uh, my- Victory Brother Love Hazy IPA. It's pretty delicious. Favorite thing to do to you? It's a uh, Return of the Great Outdoors next week on seven five. Ah, shit! I just burned one. Um. Summer Music 2, 
birthday memories, and then I don't know what we're doing at 724. Then we're breaking down a Maxim magazine. Uh, then we'll have no show during Music Fest. And then we're figuring out what we're going to do for the rest of the summer at a later date to be determined. But next week, we're talking about... Out- oh, yeah, you burned a great outdoors. Come on. I might just talk about five things I like from the movie Great Outdoors. <laughs> oh, man. I saw... we um, Mark and I uh, went into Cottage Crafters. And I haven't been in there since my mom bought everything in our living room from there 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Over in Tillman 8. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now it's more of a... Like a... The auction house. There's auction... Yo, you, so you've been in there. Uh, the best thing my mom did was move more than five minutes away from there because she fucking lived there there's there's auctions in the back but there yeah it's like it's um antiques and and collectibles and shit uh and someone was selling one of the burger king um star wars cups for ten dollars there and, and all uh, the only my biggest memory of those burger king cups is they were drinking them at the cabin in the great outdoors that's what they're drinking out of those burger king mm-hmm. star wars cups but uh, anywho's, we'll be back next week. We are talking great outdoors, and um, that's all for now. I'm RK. And, oh, and I'm Squeeze. And he's a sweet boy, and we'll see you next week.